Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to Dungeons and Demogorgons, the officially unofficial podcast for Stranger Things on Netflix. I'm Jim. I'm Aaron. And I thought the Upside Down was going to come to Hawkins again for a fourth season in a row. It seems unlikely, I know. Uh, this might be something different. This might not be the Upside Down. I'm not totally sure. Uh, Aaron, what'd you think of this episode? I was with you until like the last two minutes of runtime and it started looking pretty Upside Downy. <laughs> oh, yeah? Looking pretty, pretty. I don't know why we haven't seen the black particles and the, the right? tubes and the things in the real world, but uh, mm-hmm. uh, maybe we just haven't found the, the hideout of the Vecna. Vecna. It's it's their in-game name for him. Yeah. Yeah. Of all the in-game names, Mind Flayer, Demogorgon, uh, this is the shittiest. Vecna? <laughs> yeah. This is like some, Vecna. this is some, yeah, like Demon from Book of Solomon, uh, James Wan shit going on here. Mm. Uh, but... He is terrifying, whatever this thing is. Um, and I thought that the the, the the horrific imagery in the show continues. Like, every time the Vecna takes a person, it's uh, extremely disturbing. The visions that they taunt them with, like that police officer, worm monster thing, uh, terrifying. Mm -hmm. The coffin scene in the woods with all the zombie people accusing him of murder um, with this 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 deep, dark car accident secret of his. Maybe maybe I don't have to worry about them um, giving away the the store uh, with the visuals of this guy, because just his presence is is not the entire thing that's horrifying about him. Uh, Yeah, I really dug it. Yeah, he's got other other stuff going on other than his looks. Uh, Vecna apparently is uh, straight out of Dungeons and Dragons, so you know they kind of kept mm-hmm. in tradition with that. Sure, he he's a lich. Lich? Oh, yeah. how, how do you say that? How would you? say I think it? it's. I've always pronounced it lich. Me too. But also, why did they call it a lich? That's a much more recognizable. Mm. Like you said, lich. A lich. Vecna. Vecna. I don't know. Well, Vecna's Vecna a, sounds like a failed 16-bit uh, video game machine. <laughs> the Atari Vecna. Yeah, the Turbo Graphics Vecna. Uh-huh. <laughs> sure. Okay. Uh, I don't know. He's he's pretty scary to me, stupid name or not. Um, you asked me at the beginning or in last week's last week's Jesus Christ, last episode. Yeah, I feel like two it's hours been a week. ago. Focus, come on. Two hours ago, uh, <laughs> in that episode, you asked me when we thought we'd see Hopper again, and I said I'd like to see him next episode. And boy, they did not waste any time. They were just like, "Here's your Hopper." Hop straight got to Hopper it. in the Hopper, ready to mm-hmm. go. Uh, yeah, so Hopper's off in a Russian prison, which we already knew. Kinda is this right? a Black like, Widow prequel? All of a sudden, I feel uh-huh. like the timelines. Yeah, this is how he becomes uh, Captain Soviet. Uh-huh. The red star, red star, star, I forget. Red Guardian. That's what his name was. Sure, that sounds right to me. Uh, probably, yeah. He's tortured into it. I'm sure. 
not even a real Russian. That's the that that would be quite the scandal for the red red guardian. He withstood the elephant, which I think is just a gas mask. The elephant sounded Man, I'll tell you, more sinister. That, I, I don't know why, but for some reason, the way they portrayed that is like, you know, like I, I, I don't know why that seemed even worse than waterboarding or getting like, uh, <laughs> right. you know, jumper cables hooked up to your balls. But yeah, like not being like ha- having someone not be able to breathe uh, and just like completely cutting off your, your source of eye. I don't know. It seems like it would be panic inducing and the way they portrayed it with him like convulsing and jerking like oh god it that thought that that thought that was hard to watch i expected them to put something into the mask like not just use it as a way to restrict oxygen, right like put i i, I don't know it, like a, something something a soviet ghost scorpion yeah one sting one sting is enough to kill 500 elephants or, or just like a, a yeah, go, ghost peppers, like mist ghost pepper <laughs> juice into there in his eyes and his mouth, his nose, and just let him let him sit in it for a while. That's yeah. that's where I'd go with the torture. Hot but, box him with with uh, uh, nervous pepper spray. Yeah, yeah, torture a little pedestrian. You can step it up. Come on, Russians. Where are you? Okay, uh, something we forgot. I forgot to talk about last episode. I had it written in my notes, and I was reviewing them. There's this clock metaphor, this doomsday yeah. clock that they are introducing. Uh, it's something that Chrissy saw before she died. It's something that was haunting Bill. I, have you paid attention to the times being displayed? Not a bit. I decided to like out on a whim start paying attention to him. The first time it appeared to Chrissy, it was showing two uh two fifty six. Okay. The, the second time it appeared to Bill, it's one fifty three. Hmm. Which is going backwards. Sure. Is it a countdown? I wonder if there's like like I wonder if there's like a code that this will correspond to by the end. Although I, I don't know, like because like these people are all dead now, so like how could they possibly contribute that information? Fair. I don't know. I'm just uh, just keeping an eye on it. Going to keep people updated on what when what the clock's striking. Yeah, I have been wondering like what is the connection with the clock? It seems you know like the house that we see. I, I feel like is probably the connection there. Like this feels like a clock that should be in a house like that. Um, it's an Eddie but- Munster house, and we got an Eddie Munson <laughs> character, <laughs> right? I I mean that's just where the Munsters live. That's uh-huh. just it's the upside down version of the Munster Mansion. Absolutely, seems seems like it. Um, I also thought that maybe that was an Eddie Munster reference, but did, did what did sure. you? Okay, did you have in the back of your mind uh, my crazy Hopper Vecna theory? Did you did you look at the Vecna? Did. did you happen to look yep. at the Vecna's three D model? Did you see any Hopper parallels? Or am I crazy? I gotta say, I'm not seeing it, man. God, not not even the voice. I I thought I heard like that that, that might have been a blend of like a a a Harbor Modine kind of thing. I'll give you the voice. Damn, it could be Hopper in voice, but but body structure, I'm not sure. There's a lot of shit. Not body structure so much because Hopper is a bit like just massive built. I think this guy's big, but he's flinsed. He doesn't have any fat. Uh, much so less Hopper muscle. face with Modine body fa- and <laughs> combo voice. I- <laughs> okay, okay. When you say it like that, it sounds pretty stupid. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to give you the benefit of the doubt, but 
The, the telling you thematically the, the the combined fathers the malignant and the good and the bad and all like having to overcome that coming of age this is Jareth this is Jareth man oh my god Elaborate. you're right let me, let me see his his spandex then we'll know for sure um I'm kind of surprised at how quickly they're addressing things that I'm you know like uh huh you know Ella's right. big old friends don't lie. She's always been on that line. She's always been the one who lied too, and now she's given Mike some of his medicine. Um, it's tra- I mean, like, where do you, where do you come where do you come down on as far as L bashing this lady in the face with the, with a skate? This because is a clearly- conversation that I know we have to have because uh-huh. it's the pertinent conversation. But like, the timing is so bad on this. Um, here's the thing. I'm glad that she stood up for herself because it doesn't seem like anybody else would. Uh, and she directed her hostility appropriately uh, mm-hmm. to to the right target. That's what mm-hmm. I'll say about this. I, I am not opposed to people who are being emotionally and uh, verbally abused. Uh, and let's let's, let's resorting take it, like- to physical uh, stuff to to deal with that. Like, this is extreme shit. And the thing is, yeah. is like, I've seen uh, maybe not this bad and coordinated a high school bullying. I mean, this is some pretty egre- egregious yeah. shit. But I, I, it's like kids can be so fucking cruel. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think where I draw the line is like, maybe you don't use a foreign object. Like, if she just got in, like, punched her in the face. Sure. Um, Shut her the but ground. Like, yeah. Uh, but this is a shock and awe kind of thing, too. And it, and it doesn't register. She's not thinking, oh, it's an I'm escalation, just gonna... but the shit that they're doing to this girl is unconscionable. Uh-huh. And it's uh, one of the things, like, I can't feel, you know, like, I'll be say, like, hey, Jane, maybe don't beat someone with a metal instrument and, and slash her face all up. But also mm-hmm. to the other lady, the other girl, what the fuck did you think was going to happen? Right. right. You're you are being a fucking monster. You can't do this to a human being and not expect them to not lash out. So it's right. like I don't have much. I think I think Jane has put herself into a whole bunch of legal and and moral jeopardy mm-hmm. for a, a, a garbage person. Um, but I don't and really feel sorry for the garbage person. That's kind of the tragedy of it too, right? It's not going to be seen as well. This is a a pattern of habitual harassment and abuse. No, and no. she was dealing with it. It's going to be seen right. as this kid got violent uh, and hurt this other kid and she's yeah. gonna yeah she's gonna be in trouble for it for sure uh, I, I, I wonder what the teacher it, is gonna say about this because she has mm. been noticing right I, I said nobody's standing up for her but I think that teacher saw what was going on um, yeah. and understood what was going on so yeah. maybe she'll get some backing there but yeah she's she's in trouble this is too far this is over the line for sure yeah, that snitch stuff is. Uh, I, I think that like it's one thing if you're like telling on, on somebody cheating on their test. Um, like I think the whole snitching culture is, is garbage. Period. But like I get it, you know. Like it, it, there's like a little bit of just mind your own fucking business. But like I think this kind of extreme bullying, <laughs> you know, knocking someone over, destroying their diorama, uh, mocking their dead father. I think. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I think that's actionable. Uh, yeah. So. I, uh, and, and I it, think she she herself realized, oops, I went too far, right? I, I didn't mean to get that out of hand. And they're trying to set up something with like, this is a pattern with her, right? They flash back to Brenner right. in that moment where she has killed what, all these kids. Mike uh, asking her, what did you do to him? What have you done? Yeah. Right. And this is where like, I think the warnings they're putting on the beginning is these things are probably appropriate. 
yeah uh, like i said given what's in the news but like yeah they're they're setting her up as like how i want to know more about the brenner stuff right because because we've seen like brenner has been pretty abusive to her um in previous seasons so like yeah what made her do this exactly like how did this all play out yeah it feels like um I don't know what how to score this because like that sh- that that introductory shot of Brenner and the children in episode one was almost like heartwarming compared to some stuff like it's it's right you know it's like these kids are in a clinical setting they all got lab coats on they got like dark circles in their eyes but it seemed like what was his name Tin Tin enjoyed you know Brenner and Brenner and them had a pretty good relationship like mm-hmm. are they trying to say that like they were a lot more familial until L uh, uh, butchered everyone, and then they had to kind of like you know they had to, to, to put way too much pressure on her to perform since she was the only one. I don't know what they're actually doing with that. Um, but it is like if they want to make an analogy between her being out of control, it's like everything that I've ever seen with the Brenner and the Hawking Lab situation makes me think that she's probably justified in fucking burning all that shit down. Right. That's what makes right. L scary, though. It's like. Uh, she's not just a girl that can bash another girl's face and, and, and scar her for life. She also could literally, if she had her full powers, just kill everyone in that mill, just explode everyone's heads. Right. Um, that's what's, you know, like the, the, the terrifying carry part that they haven't explored. They like neutered her by taking her powers away. Mm-hmm. She's got to get those back. Um, I assume. Or is going to do know, something like hokey like. They could have some of the other kids come back and they be the the powerful ones and she's just kind of directing them or whatever. But I don't know. That'd be interesting. Do you do you, you don't think they're going to do something hokey where like when her and uh, Mike get the relationship fixed, that'll unblock her emotional conduit or something? <sighs> yeah, I don't know. It's not above the show. I don't think. No. I'll see. You can do that well, and you can do that kind of hacky. I don't know. Do you, okay, uh-huh. here's another thing I want to talk about. I don't know if we talked about this last season. Is there anything at all to Will kind of being in love with Mike? Maybe I in a jealous, you know, the a, thing in a jealous love triangle kind of way. Yeah, like I was wondering because there's um, the girl at school who is like playing footsie with him or whatever during class. He rejects that, and I'm not sure exactly why. Whether it's like, oh, I'm here for jane right now so leave me alone or if that's well, this like is i'm school. not interested I'm trying to girls, concentrate yeah or yeah, yeah i'm a nerd and i like school uh who knows yeah but yeah there has been a little bit of that in there sure yeah i feel like a third I mean, wheel being miserable on this date but will is a pure and innocent being who's too good for everybody on the show and establish that number one but he's uh-huh. also been someone who's been heavily traumatized Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I mean I think they intentionally cast him a little younger than the rest to make him kind of be that vulnerable presence too um, I, and I remember thinking like well maybe he's just like he's, he could also be asexual or he could be bisexual he could be a lot of different things but I, be I a felt socially very flighty kid you know I felt very strongly that there was something, but also it is kind of heartbreaking when your best buddies as from childhood, you know, like I, I went through a little bit of that in high school where some of my best buds in elementary school just kind of like went into different things, you know, like gotten <laughs> yeah. heavily into sports and date where I was like more into the nerdy video game shit. Um, that can hurt even without any kind of like, you know, wanting to fuck your buddy kind of vibe to it too. Right. Um, but and, I felt like they were going. Help. 
Yeah. Like he's, yeah. he's kind of a dick when he shows up at the airport to Will. He's like, he is. I, I, I drew, I painted this thing and Mike's like, cool. Uh huh. Didn't even ask to look at it. Like what, yeah. dude? I wonder what that's like. Sucked. That's going to be a reveal, right? It's going to be like the whole part. He's painted some exquisite whole, like the whole party together, just like he's always wanted it to oh, be. Oh yeah, that'd be cool. That's the other thing is they're all back to playing with the upside down, like he was drawing in previous seasons or whatever. And I wonder if there's also some of the like will. All he wanted is the guys back together playing D and D again, and now they're all doing that. Well, but I, I, yeah, except for Lucas, and, and he feels excluded from that. But yeah, I mean, it must like, yeah, he's there and he feels like a third. You know, I'm your best friend. I get you to choose your girlfriend. But like, Jesus, should this be more of like, I don't know, a 60, 40 type of thing mm-hmm. rather than like a 95, five in, in her favor? Yeah. Especially since she's been lying to, especially since. Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, I thought Will person, be OK. I do, too. Yeah, Will's great. Um, the, the other person that I was kind of looking at the change in this episode is max like as soon as the upside down is involved max is like re-engaged right um it, it's almost it's like a, a shoe she's been waiting to drop like the like you know her brother's dead and it just doesn't feel real but now this is like almost something like a normality returning i don't know <laughs> yeah in how abnormal everything is it just feels normal to her now it's yeah it's yeah. comfortable. Mm-hmm. Thought that was interesting. The whole plot down the the hunt down Reaver Reefer Reefer Rick <laughs> uh-huh. was pretty interesting. Also, I love I, I love a yeah. good bringing another kid in the Hawkins into the fold scene. You know, uh-huh. like they're so like you know wait oh, buckle buckle up we're gonna tell you about the upside down and why Hawkins is cursed and all that uh, kind of business. Yeah, they, they skip a lot of that stuff, so you don't really have to like sit through the same explanation five times. Um, right, right. Yeah, and then the way they get to to Rick, the way they find his dress, like looking through his rental history. I knew I, I was saying like, oh, it's going to be Cheech and Chong, and then I saw like Fast Times at Ridgemont. Okay, that's fair. And then uh-huh. Cheech and Chong, Cheech and Chong, Cheech and Chong. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that's the guy. I think that's Reefer Rick right there. And then it's hilarious when they get to his house and they're banging on his window shouting, Reefer Rick, Reefer Rick. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, like He's got probably parents, man, or something. I, I don't know. Is, is Reefer Rick a kid or is Reefer Rick like an older dude? I feel like Reefer Rick is in his early 20s. Okay. Yeah. He's got a hookup, but he stills young enough to have the connections with the kids who's uh, their parents aren't around or not paying too much attention of why there's a 24 year old in an army jacket <laughs> hanging out with their 17 year old. Yeah. And a satchel. Uh, I'm painting a picture here. Oh, that's I, another thing we got yeah. about uh, Eddie is like his parents are out of the picture. He's living with his uncle. I assume that mm-hmm. was his father, but it's his, his uncle. Yep. Yeah. And he tells the story to Nancy who's snooping around for the local paper, the school paper. Uh, it, trying to it, he he tells a story about what was this guy's name uh victor creel victor creel yeah and this very much struck me as the halloween thing and then they name check it and i was like oh okay they're just gonna it, it, stranger things doesn't usually do this stranger things usually does the homage the, the blatant homage right. and then lets like, you connect the dots this is just so like might be a movie yeah, like poster of the thing in there. the white mask yeah 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 she's yeah. like michael myers yeah 
Yeah. Um, Victor Creel Vecna. Victor Vecna. I see where they're going with this. So is he is is, so like the Lich, the whole concept of Lich is they were a powerful magician or king wizard that has died and transcends death like they their body has died, but their evil will, their malignant will continues to animate their increasingly skeletal mummified looking corpse. Okay. Uh, and because of their long life, they're almost always like, exceedingly like way more powerful than a, than a mortal would be because it just takes several lifetimes to acquire the dark arts uh, skill that they have. If there is this murderer who died sometime, but they say he's still alive. Damn it. I, th- yeah. I had this theory of like, this is going to be this dead psychopath and somehow the upside down has reanimated it. Like instead of using a living conduit, they're using a dead one or something like that. Hmm. Um, I wonder if they will make a something that like, if you, if it, like, it, it, would this be silly if the, if there's something that corresponds to like witchcraft to the, the, like if, if you are trying to, uh, I unironically, ironically summon a demon in our world, like with some kind of like dime store, Alistair Crawley bullshit, the craft, sure. The craft. Yeah. Would that actually <laughs> work? Would actually lure? Like, would that make you a locust to something in the upside down? Could be. Could be, yeah. Uh, if you play D anD D, you're gonna you're gonna get what you sow, reap what you sow. It's true. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I I like that angle though. Um, and, and Lucas, when you know his jock friends are all like, "This stuff is real," and they're a cult, the Hellfire Club. They're probably summoning shit and or, or you know sacrificing virgins or whatever they do for the devil. Uh, he he tries to stand up for him a little bit. He's like, "No, guys, this is just fantasy club. It's role playing, whatever. It's it's not that big a deal." But he doesn't push back when they don't believe him. Right? He's not willing to ostracize himself from this group, right? To defend his old set of friends. So, right. That's that's a little dicey too. I, man, I. That's the difference in this friend group this time around is everybody does feel not just like physically distant, but emotionally distant from each other. And it's not just like, oh, they're discovering girls now. Now it's like they want to move on to different lives. Yeah. And and it doesn't include each other. It's yeah, it's sort of sad in a way, you know, but but in, in that sort of inevitable way that everybody goes through. Yeah, and it's hard to like. I thought it was impressive and said a lot about his moral character when he stood up for his friends to begin with. But then mm-hmm. when the other guy just like started this, like, well, he's a freak and a weirdo, and the, we all know that this stuff is didn't. And and he's like, well, maybe not your sister, but you know, the wrong type can read this stuff and take it too seriously and make it into fantasy. And you know, of course, if anyone's going to be the wrong type, it looked it's Eddie. The guy's got the devil shirt on and yeah. is always making devil horns and scaring the popular kids, you know, like he's, he's being scapegoated. Um, but like it, yeah. it'd be, and Lucas is only a freshman too. He's the rookie on the team. Like the, the double back on the pushing back. Mm-hmm. There's going to be, there's, there's going to be some kind of a moment of truth. Yeah. yeah Later it's a good on, he's going to have to take a stand. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, going looking over my notes. 
I talked about like my big theory is this Lich character is among other things uh, some kind of merging of the psyches and forms of Sharon. <laughs> no, the faces, the bodies. It sounds so stupid. The glutes. You, uh-huh. Hey, look, but I think it's going to be cool of, of Dr. Brenner and, Doc, and Sheriff Hopper. Okay. okay. Steve and Robin have a moment where they both talk about that they should combine their essences <laughs> to become one. It's it's a fucking it's a fucking clue. <laughs> it is it is Chekhov's emerging merging of essence. You're right. You're Foreshadowing. Right. Yeah, those are yeah, remarkably is. similar concepts. A hundred percent. There's no way they're talking about merging people becoming a, a, a two people merging into a complete whole unless they're going to do <laughs> the proper. Is it the hinner or the proper? Oh, it's the proper. <laughs> Doc Griff. Doc Griff. Hop. Hop. I even proper. Hopner. Doc Rupert. There you go. Yeah. Uh, That's not where my mind went when I heard that, but yes, I can see it. Uh, My mind goes to those cliched scenes that you see of characters going on a date and having like an earpiece in where the other characters try. Like on uh, when Gary Busey does this with his friend Mm. uh, Adam in I'm with Busey. Yeah. 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 She wants somebody coaching you through a date that you're too awkward to actually score on. Yeah, she wants his swagger, emotional yeah. swagger. Um, I'd, and, I'd and say confidence. 90% of it is the hair. If she just got that hair, she might be there. <laughs> she just got the hair, she might be there. <laughs> she might be there. Um, what did you think of Jonathan? So, Jonathan, you were 100% correct that he has been telling a heap big lie about uh, being uh, on the same trajectory of Nancy. He is... Uh, and I don't... It, 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 it's not because I think he flamed out or anything. I think yeah, it's a conscious right. choice that he needs to be there for his family. So he's uh-huh. going to the local community college. This is a smart, smart play. Go get your associate's degree at a community college and go to a good state school, right? That's, Which, that's the it, Absolutely. Yeah, you go to this community college. You don't need a fancy degree. Uh, any degree will do. It, I, I love it because you talked about that scene in the first episode where they were describing why they love each other. And what he's choosing to do now is exactly the things that she was saying she loved him for, right? Is he's not Mm, leaving behind the people that he loves. He will fight for them and he will be there for them. It's just like, what do you do when you love two people who are headed in opposite directions and you want to be there for both of them? It's got to be. I mean, you have to be. You have to be honest. Like, I think uh, the, his exactly. his friend Argyle was like, "Well, you know, what is what's your plan to break up with Nancy in slow motion?" Like, yeah. Um, because that's the other end. It's like, well, what if she wants to delay or forego doing her dream path because she'd rather be with you? Like, you have to kind of let people, you know. And if they get resentful and get shitty about it, then you know break up then but it, it, it feels like he's both borrowing trouble mm-hmm. and causing it it's like i don't know this bizarre thing yeah. but it's also that's that's what young people do like you just don't you just for know sure. what the hell you're doing yeah you you do stupid stuff um but, but that's the thing right like he's trying to make the decision for her and that's the exact wrong move he needs to come clean with her tell her how he feels and let her make the decision because right. she's she's a person she's a human being for god's sake 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Uh, I wanted to go back real quick to Vecna and talk about a thing that you said in the last podcast that I wasn't quite picking up on that I think they might be doing a little more blatantly now because uh, when we see, what's his name, Fred Benson, who's like the other guy from the school paper who's going around with Nancy. Yeah, 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 Nancy's partner. Uh uh, They pull up to try and talk to, you try and get the scoop and one of the cops there is clearly like Vecnified and leans in and says like, hey, you got that kid killed in the car crash a year ago. It's all your fault, yeah. It's all your fault. And, and you know, the scar on his face starts opening up and bleeding. Yeah. Um, Terrible. It, th- so this is like either guilt or trauma triggering it, like you said in that first podcast. There's something that it's latching onto with these kids. And yeah, we could we could definitely see more of that in the next few episodes. Yeah. Like what are, and, and to the extent that these people are haunted or feel guilty about something, do you think that like Max would fit in that category? Kind of. Yeah. She feels responsible for her brother's death, not being able to stop it. Could be. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, What do we make of Enzo? Do you think he's got the, is he just going to try to steal money from Joyce or has he got the (laughs) juice to unstuck, unstuck Hopper? The the juice for Joyce. Uh, I I think he could make an effort. He might try to get him out. It seems hard for one guard to unilaterally get a prisoner out of this prison. But what do I know? It seems. Yeah. You know what seems less likely though than he looks very than, clean cut and like crisp. Like he might be a yeah. communist party member. He might have the suck the pull. Okay. He could. Uh, what seems less likely than him being able to get Hopper out of prison is that Joyce would have $40,000 to pay him. She did just sell her house, but she... Well, they also mentioned that that Hopper had a trust that goes to Elle when she turns 18, and I think they're raiding that. She's going to go raid uh, Jane's money without telling her? Uh, I think that's legit. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) to get Hopper, she she would go along with it, but at least tell her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think she should definitely tell. But could you make an argument that, like, she's going through a lot and you don't want to give her a false hope when this is all just kind of like, what if, you know? But I guess, like, also, like, oh, yeah, well, you know, my dad's dead, but at least I got that $40,000 to put me through college in the mid 80s. (laughs) Ooh. Ah, yeah, about that. About that. But the good news is we're poor enough that you could, you know, get some Pell Grants and, yeah. (laughs) Right. Uh, yeah, so I don't know where she's going and exactly uh, what she's going to do, but telling Jane is probably the way to go. Yeah. Um. Anything? Okay, I, I got the 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 Vecna, the Swamp Thing, Hopper. Um, and it's last scene when it's in the 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 Munson Mansion that's all been upside downified. Mm-hmm. Do you understand that that's what the mansion looks like in our world, or is that the mansion in the upside down, and we're going to be later introduced to this location? 
I'm let me ask you this. Yeah. Do you think this building could be accurately referred to as an asylum? Because they they name checked Mm. this Pinhurst Asylum that Victor uh what's this fuck is being held at um it's like an independent asylum this doesn't seem like a big enough place to be an asylum like it will what it might have victor creels yeah it's more of a bates motel yeah. eddie monster mansion um but that would be a clear tie-in if this was you know you'd be looking to to, to check out uh pinhurst asylum mm-hmm. uh, which would probably we'll be one of our next locations i imagine yeah uh, what do you think about the military chopper? We're introduced as Lieutenant Colonel Sullivan. We just see him. Right. Uh, is he going to be an antagonist, protagonist? I mean, I assume this is how Paul Reiser is going to get back into the show. Back in the game. Yeah. yeah. Like this is going to be his government uh, attache or whatever coming out there. But I don't know. What do you make of, I, I, I missed up about this last episode too. Dustin always has distinctive t-shirts slash headgear. What do you think of the thinking cap? I like it. I like thinking it. This is fucking rad. Exactly nerdy favorite. enough. Yeah. I, <laughs> I do. I love it. it. It feels like, you know, what Eddie said about him in the first episode. Like I saw you wearing that uh, Weird Al t-shirt and I was like, that's brave. You know, mm-hmm, that's, mm-hmm. that's a statement. I feel like Dustin does that. He makes statements. His Camp Nowhere hat is good, but this is probably better. Thinking cap. I might have to get me a thinking cap. Mm-hmm. Uh, what the fuck is this location the basketball team is in? Do they have an annual spring t- retreat of like some kind of abandoned no-tell, motel, bar and grill storage combo? Yeah. Like what kind of skid row thing? And they're I, apparently, is that just a pr- tradition? They win a championship. They spring, spend spring break drinking in this concrete box that has to smell like stale urine it's Uh weird right yeah i was trying to figure out what it was is this like some some dorm-esque frat flop house or like what is going on here but you're right it's like this concrete it it reminds me of our local theater in our hometown (sighs) right In, in its look uh, from the outside. Uh, oh, you're talking about like hometown, though. hometown. I thought you were uh-huh. talking about uh, Mary Mott. I'm like, what? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Okay, no. yeah, I get I get you. Yeah, Mooresville. Yeah, right. Mooresville and that was Cinema. right across from the, the street from the school. And I could see that uh-huh. being like a flop house after it went under. Uh, the school owns yeah. it now. And That's what it's a fl- it seems like a flop house shooting gallery, except for all they do is yeah. drink. They don't even do marijuana because they're those, these kids are above that. Apparently, apparently. Um. What else? Oh, do you think Steve's crack about double or Dr. Shivago and the fact that he, I don't do double VHSs. Is that some kind of like uh, laughing up their sleeves commentary about the overstuffed nature? I'm, I'm not. Uh, do you, are you minding huh? the overstuffedness of these episodes? Like the extra length, the fact oh. that these are supersized. I think that's the Duffer huh. brothers making commentary on the fact that, you know, they, they, these things have expanded. Um, I thought it was and, just commentary on Steve's taste in film. Right. Like, the fact that double yeah. VHS tapes are obviously long movies and those sure. tend to be the more prestigious films. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't have a lot of like three hour action movies, right? Especially mm. in the eighties. Uh, yeah. Nowadays that's not true, but like it's true. <laughs> yeah. Th- that to me says, I like the lowbrow stuff. I like, okay. you know, the flying cars and the, 
all that stuff. I thought there might be saying like long, th- like the association of longer things and quality and also applying it to themselves and also kind of teasing, Could be. you know, themselves. Because I, I, I saw some critics like Alan Sepinall was really critical about the pacing. Um, I'm just we're just two episodes in. And we have got the longer episode still ahead of us. Mm-hmm. But I got to say, I'm not minding it like. Yeah. I've never felt like these episodes are dragging or are plotting or I'm looking at my watch. Um, I'm pretty engaged through all of them. So I'm not seeing the complaints about them being bloated. They feel like exactly the length they need to be to arrive at a natural kind of climax or mystery. That's the thing. And Stranger Things has always been so good about this. Uh, just yeah. keeping the pacing, keeping things moving. It doesn't, yeah. e- even when you're you're setting things up, you're also moving the ball forward. I Yeah, I really appreciate the pacing on Stranger Things. I don't think it's much different this season. It's just taking a little bit longer. I think if, I, I mean, it, it could be that like uh, guys like Alan that are saying the pay, it, it could just be that like, maybe they're not as invested in the material anymore. Um, Cause I was worried I about that, that for yeah. me, but mm-hmm. it still hasn't happened. Cause like, I just, uh, I'm, I'm almost always incredibly nostalgic for the subject matter of the show. And I, yeah. Yeah. Like finding a way to make Dungeons and Dragons kind of fresh again. Uh, I love the roller rink set that was super fun until it was like mm-hmm. horrifying and bullying. Um, I love the soundtrack. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm still, sure. still digging the show. We'll see. Uh, we got, do you have any more things, more things more we want to talk things. about? Nope. We should call this, three. we should call this phone number, right? We should uh, try to make a reservation. Did you see what it was? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I wrote it down. It's four, one, five, two, one, eight, three, six, uh, four two country prefix seven. So I was just going to oh. call the I was going to call the number and then uh, I was going to make an international call. But I bet I bet it's 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 something. I'm going to call before we watch the next episode. And report back. All right. It was so this the seven is real. It was originally used by the Soviet Union. Then after 1991, uh-huh. when it dissolved, uh, by the 15 successor states. So they held on to that. Okay. Uh, set well, seven prefix is now only in use by Kazakhstan, Russia, South Ossetia, and parts of fuck it, Russia. <laughs> I think it's yeah. being used by Kamchatka. Kamchatka. Oh yeah. Which is hell, hell in Russia. Mm-hmm. Which is saying a lot. <laughs> uh, okay. Do you got anything else you want to talk about? Nope. That's it. Don't forget, we are accumulating feedback for the mini climax at the end of season 4A, the supersize 4A. Stranger Things at baldmove.com. We will be considering that after we're done talking about everything, probably week after next. Um, we will have another episode out this afternoon. And then after Memorial Day weekend, we'll have uh, two more on Tuesday and two more on Wednesday. And then I said, like I said, we'll do the wrap up podcast. So. We got one more episode to close out our coverage for today. Uh, oof, it's going to be a long weekend of not watching Stranger Things. But uh, we got one you more episode. You can watch four between now and then if you want. One more. Mm-hmm. Mm, I know. I'm, I, I might watch binge four. It too. I'm, I might watch four when we're done. All right. <laughs> anyway, uh, we'll see you back for episode three here real soon. <laughs>